Welcome to Bandits Broadcast, and it's the Euro! Oh, tomorrow! We've got to get going, we've got groups to cover, teams to cover, let's do a little, little tinker, shall we? It's been a while, hasn't it, since I did my last pod. The season's ended. Um, super briefly, just to kind of... No one wants to hear about this today, but super briefly, uh, my season ended on a tiny little red arrow. Um, a 59 points are in the final week of the season, but wasn't it good to have everyone playing at the same time? Carnage. I'm looking forward to the fixtures being a bit more kind of stacked again next season, which I'm assuming is happening. And we've got a little bit of that. We've got a little taste of that in the Euros, kind of constant games. Couple of them, well, quite a few at the same time, a lot of the time. So that's fun. Um, we're back um, with podcasting, uh, just the one pre tournament podcast, mainly because it is Thursday and the tournament starts Friday. First, um, I think it's best to just briefly cover the, I don't want to call them, the, well, the rules, I suppose, um, the differences between that and the, um, the, the main game and the Premier League game. Um, so because it's a tournament, um, like the, I don't know if anyone's ever played the Champions League um, game, um, but it's quite similar to that and obviously it's similar to the World Cup one as well um, in that you can, so it's the normal budget, the 100 million, um, so players are kind of priced similarly um, and you're kind of limited to, in the group stage, three players per team as you are in the normal game. Um, and then during the game week, um, so this is the big, biggest difference, and this is something you're going to have to kind of change your picks based on. Um, the biggest difference is that you can sub and change your captain um, throughout the game week. So the kind of meta, I suppose, or the, the kind of general strategy, therefore, is firstly, you want to make sure you have a captain option every day. And then secondly, you really do need to kind of hope that you've got a full 15, that player, Um it just there's there's benefits and there's ways around that. Um, you don't you don't have to spend a fortune on keeper. Don't worry about that. Um, that kind of becomes a little bit less important as the tournament goes on, um, as there's kind of more important teams and you kind of you kind of know the lineups um, and you there's less one-sided games um, on the agenda. But kind of especially in the group stage, um, you, you're still always going to want a different captain every day. Um, but you, you definitely do want a full 15 as well. Um, so we're looking at that. The points are kind of very similar. There's no there's no bonus points, which a lot of people might actually like. Um, so there's no kind of waiting for the bonus points to fly in after and them getting adjusted an hour after the match and you're losing three points from your captain or anything. Um, then other than that, it's kind of the same. There's a couple of extra points for things. There's something like a, there's, an, there's an extra point um, if the goal is scored from outside the box. Um, I don't think those kind of changes are enough to kind of, oh, maybe I'll I'll definitely take him because he's on free kicks, um, something like that. It's not not really, um, I don't think, worth making an adjustment for there. Um, but it's, it's something, I suppose, to a nice little extra, almost like a bonus point built into the scoring rather than anything else. Um, and then the other thing, which, again, I actually quite like as well, um, the, there's no assists for winning a penalty, but you do just get points for winning a penalty. Um, so it's two points for winning a penalty, which is like 
smaller than an assist, but it doesn't rely on that person scoring the penalty. It also means you can get the points and score the penalty and get rewards for both. Whereas in obviously in the normal game, there's no assist if the penalty gets won by the goal scorer. So there's a couple of kind of things which a few people would kind of argue that they'd rather see in the main game as well. Um, generally speaking, though, you're kind of looking at the same thing: more goal, more points for a goal scored by a defender, points for clean sheet from defenders, blah blah blah, um, serve points for goalkeepers, etc. Um, right, let's get let's get cracking on. I'm going to try and split this between the groups. Um, I kind of thought that was a weird thing to do at first, but then because of the nature of how you want to structure your team, you kind of do need to kind of consider every group because the groups basically play in, as you can imagine, alphabetical order. So group A starts off and then we're finishing um, the game week on Tuesday with group F. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, group F. <laughs> so there's, yeah, so and the kind of basically, I mean, it's not quite works out like this, but basically every group has their own day. Um, so it, you kind of need to have at least a player from every group at minimum um, to start us off. Um, and the first game um, is even kind of a little bit more unique than that. It's just the one game. So we've got Turkey, Italy um, on the opening game. Um, so group A is Turkey, Turkey, Italy, Wales, and Switzerland. There's not really any teams in here that will kind of roll over. Um, they're all pretty decent sides, and there's no kind of super one-sided fixture. Obviously, you expect Italy to top the group, but who gets second is up, up for grabs big time. Um, and you know what? If one of the teams gets a result against Italy, it's not even kind of nailed on for them to kind of run away with it either. They're all pretty good teams. Um, so I'm not kind of big on kind of having many players from any of these teams um, at all um, because of the, of the captain and because of kind of having someone from every game um, most people are kind of looking at just picking an Italian player for that first game tomorrow night he can then start off as your captain uh, and I think generally the kind of consensus would be a double return you probably hold um, a single return but a single return on Monday, on Friday sorry you're particularly happy to risk um, people may even beat the field, particularly Bolsey, on a, on a two return for the first game. Um, the kind of shouts there are kind of Locatelli's quite cheap at 5-5. Five, five. People are even talking about Jorginho, who's kind of six. He does obviously play fairly deep, um, but he should be on um, penalties. Um, the kind of, like Verratti's injured, um, so he's not an option. Um, and then there's the wingers of kind of Insigne, he's 8-5, and then <laughs> apologies in advance for my horrendous product because you don't listen to them every week, because you don't see them every week. I'm not going to know the <laughs> pronunciations of these players. Um, <laughs> so there's like Chise, Chise um, who is in a lot of people teams, he's 7, but he's not necessarily named because apparently Berardi could play there as well. Um, and then you've got a mobile at 10, who's the forward, um, obviously. And you kind of a mobile is kind of the pick of the bunch, but there's a lot of players at forward that people are interested in. So maybe it's not the way. Um, Turkey out of the kind of that group are probably the most attacking side out of any of them. Um, so kind of not many kind of Italian defenders kind of kicking about there. They're all also quite expensive. The cheapest is. 5-5. Five, five. Um, there's a chance Bastoni at 4-5 starts, but he's the type of player who is exactly kind of, we see the first game and then the second game, um, 
that'll kind of come around and then we'll know if he starts or not and then we can jump on him. Something I need to mention before we go any further, one of the biggest change, well, not changes, but so normally you just get in the group stages one transfer um, between games. But, and then that changes in the knockouts. You get more and more transfers every week. There's also a wild card, which works, as you imagine. Um, and then there's also what is basically a stacked free hit where you're not limited by budget um, and you can just get in kind of however many you want, however much money you want to spend, sorry. And then it reverts back to your team the week after. You also get a free wild card basically when it goes to the round of 16. I guess because half the teams get knocked out, they understandably want to give you a lot of transfers. So rather than kind of kicking everyone out you get a free wild card and then after that you kind of get more and more transfers each round because obviously half the teams are getting knocked out each round um they're kind of fairly generous with the transfers you can still take hits as well but i really don't think you need to um at all ever unless there's kind of disasters with uh injuries and things but kind of generally speaking then the kind of tactics here are for me I am basically going to wildcard every week for the first rounds. So you can use this, let me check what it's called, the the Limitless chip. Um, So that's basically the free hit. So I'm going to use the Limitless and the wildcard chip that you get in the group stages. So I'll use one in round two and I'll use one in round three. I'll then get the wildcard given to me in round 16, the round of 16, sorry. So... I will be having a fresh team for the first four game weeks. And then after that anyway, so the after the round of 16, it's the quarterfinals, you still get three transfers there. So as long as you're sensible with your wild card in the round of 16, you should be fine. And then the final two rounds for the semi and the final, you get five transfers. When you're only fielding 11, all right, I've said you might need a, a deeper squad, but it doesn't matter as much in the later rounds. But five transfers around is plenty given you should have already picked the teams you think are going to go through anyway. So, yeah, that's kind of where I, a few people are kind of saving maybe the wild card for the quarterfinals because three transfers is, in theory, kind of not loads. Um, that's kind of the dip, I suppose. So people are saving the wild card then, maybe using the limitless in the third round of the groups. So you would have to have this first week as enough for the first two games. So I will try and talk about that for kind of generally going through the teams, but know that I am kind of focused on just this first round um, quite a lot. Um, I'll I'll try and mention the second round as much as I can, but that's the most. You never need to look at all three because you should use one of those chips in these first three rounds because otherwise it will. Ju- you'll just waste it um, if you're saving onto both of them, definitely. Um, you can't use it in round of 16. Um, and then in the in the quarters and set, I mean, you can't use it for the final. It's five transfers and you'll have two of the teams anyway. It just, it's pointless. Um I'm sorry, I've said it's one transfer in the group stage, it's two per match day. So you you get a little bit of room there, I suppose, which is why it's maybe not too bad um, to hold on. But I feel if you had two, you might just fall into doing a little hit uh, when a lot of other people are doing chips. Um, So that's that. Um, So yeah, so the the first round then, um, so that's the 
the first game, so the first day, sorry, uh, Italy Turkey. Pick an Italian attacker. I think you're kind of fine. Um, so whilst Turkey are probably the, one of the best attacking teams in that group, um, they're not too great at the back um, compared to the other two teams. So that's kind of where you want. I probably won't have <laughs> maybe any or many players from from this group um, at all in the group stage. Um, it just seems a little bit too tight for me. That's what kind of what I'm reading from it. Um, maybe the front line at Wales, kind of like Wilson's players, false nine. Um, James is quite nice and cheap at six five. Always plays um, well for Wales. Um, Switzerland they don't kind of set me alight at all. Um, so then, kind of, so they'll fall into the Saturday games anyway. Um, so then after that, on the Saturday, it's the rest. Of, it's the Group B games. Um, so this is Denmark v Finland um, and Belgium v Russia. So they kind of you're exposing the one-sided games as best you can um, with this kind of chip strategy. Um, so here it's kind of Denmark, Finland, Finland. Kind of <laughs> a lot of people are kind of perhaps unfairly kind of going for them a bit, but I kind of agree that they're not great, are they? There's not other than uh, and this is partly me not knowing tons about um, international football, but other than Puki, who have you heard of? <laughs> There's Lod at the top, Sparv, Schooler in the middle. Two, two, there's, it's horrible. I'm like going to try and keep going there. But Denmark, you kind of got some familiar names in there, whether that's from other tournaments or from kind of top international level. So you've got kind of your Vars at right back, um, Ericsson at number, in kind of number 10 position um he's he's nine million um i think he'll be in a lot of people's teams a lot of people are kind of looking at the back line as well um just because it kind of there's a bit of kind of talk about apparently pookie might even be injured so the kind of the only player you expect to kind of do anything for finland might not be there i mean is it i'm swearing it's finland's first tournament in like however long so it's not even necessarily being kind of unfair on them they're a team that's happy to be there um, so you need to take advantage of that. So the first round for that is Denmark. A lot of people on double. They're fairly affordable. Um, so Kajir, uh, Christiansen. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, there's a couple of four or five. So Kajir is the centre-back. He's four or five. And then, good grief, um, <laughs> male. <laughs> I'm so sorry for butchering these. Basically, there's two... <laughs> Four or five defenders who will start. One of them starts K, J, and one of them starts M, and then that A and E thing that's combined. I am so ignorant, and I'm sorry. But there's two cheap picks. Some people are even on double. I think that's a bit mad. I think you've kind of got a split. Because if you kind of... If you go two defenders in the group stage, which is fine because you're starting on the Saturday, so you've got opportunities to sub them. If they don't keep the clean sheet, you're subbing both of them. You're instantly relying on two bench defenders already. Um, it just, yeah, maybe not. But because it's an early game, you can kind of maybe take a bit more risks, which is maybe why people are doing it. Um, then the other game, which, again, may be fairly one-sided, Belgium-Russia. Um, Russia are no joke. They proved that in the, the World Cup, and there's a couple of players that I'll probably pick up for the other two games that Russia have, um, but not against Belgium. Um, again, Belgium have a couple of options at the back that are cheap. Um, Denea's 4-5, even the kind of first choiper, choices. Um, the kind of old Spurs pairing of Vertonghen and Alderweireld, um, they're 5-5, five, five, which isn't too bad at all. Um, 
KDB and Hazard um, both might have an injury, um, but Lukaku is the pick here. Um, he's 11. He's one of the favourites for Golden Boot. You're going to want him, I think, most weeks. He would be the kind of captain pick on the Saturday. Um, so the other games we've talked about, Wales, Switzerland, I don't even really want any player. Um, Denmark, Finland, whilst it might be one-sided, do you really want to captain a Denmark player? Maybe not. Um, Lukaku looks fine at 11, but this is kind of already what I'm talking about with the kind of congested positions of kind of forwards. Um, it's a little bit much. Uh, we'll move on to Sunday's games now, um, which are Group C and a little bit Group D. The schedule actually goes a little bit weird on Sunday. Um, the first game is actually a Group D game. It's England-Croatia, uh, so we'll talk about that in a sec. Uh, the other two games, which are the later ones, are Austria, um, North Macedonia, um, and Netherlands and Ukraine, which are the Group C games. So Group C, um, kind of Netherlands look like the, obviously... The first place team. A lot of people have put off because of the performance in the uh, the played Scotland in a friendly um, last Wednesday and drew. Um, the expectation obviously is that Scotland are probably going to be bottom of their group and Netherlands should be top. So really, you'd expect Netherlands to have come away with a good result there. They didn't. Uh, they played pretty much a full team. It doesn't fill you with confidence. You're not attached to these players. I still think you can take a couple of risks against a team like Ukraine um, and North Macedonia when that game comes around as well. Um, the kind of picks are Depay at 10. Um, again, a problem with picking them more forwards. Defensively, I mean, maybe this is where the problem is. Maybe this is where you kind of don't rely on. So the Scotland game, kind of Depay came, still came away with a brace. Um, but the defenders conceded two against Scotland. Um, Wijnaldum's eight, who, if you don't follow international football, you're probably thinking, why on earth would you want Wijnaldum, who never scores? Um, he plays 5-5 five, five for Liverpool, for goodness sake. Um, but for Netherlands, he plays a lot more further forward um, and always finds himself amongst goals. Um, so he's a decent pick at eight as well. Um, Ukraine, again, I'd just probably avoid them for this week. You don't need to kind of doing that to yourself and kind of there's a couple of decent players there um they're kind of potentially a bit kind of rotation as well apparently um a lot of the predicted lineups i've looked at are kind of a, a little bit all over the place they've got a really defend uh cheap defensive line um everyone's four five um so maybe we'll look at that for again the macedonia game who again are another team like finland who will be exploiting just quickly, um, on Finland, there's a little kind of cheap hack there on cheap defences. Everyone's four. If you need a starter, that's four. Particularly a keeper. Hladdeki is four million. He'll play. So you can start him for the Saturday game. And then your other keeper, as long as he plays from Sunday onwards, will be the... The one that hopefully gets you the points. But, you know, if Finland look into a clean sheet or get a cheeky few saves, then he's a four-mil playing option, uh, which is probably the only one in the tournament. Um, then Austria, North Macedonia. Um, if Arnautovic gets that spot, I really want him. Um, Alaba, who normally plays in defence uh, for buying, but he plays as, like, left wing. Um, he's only 5'5", five five, so he's super kind of being underpriced. I don't know if <laughs> this happens more with the Euro game than it does the Premier League game. I don't know if they just kind of. It obviously doesn't, quote unquote, matter enough. 
um, matter as much this 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 fantasy game. Less people play it, right? Less people kind of show an interest in it. The kind of Twitter sphere is a lot quieter than it normally is. But they kind of <laughs> drop the ball on some of the prices sometimes, and some of them are just a bit weird. Um, and Alaba is probably one of them. At five five, is a really nice kind of options to kind of start. Um, and then for Macedonia as well, um, <laughs> Alioski took a penalty. He's only 4-5. He kind of plays at wing-back for Macedonia because they play three at the back. Um, and, you know, even at Leeds, he likes to bomb forward plenty. So he's a nice little option at 4-5 as well. He's probably going to be in my team. Um, and then the other the other game on that day, um, the kind of captain option I'd probably say is probably Netherlands player this day because you don't really want one at the England-Croatia game. I think that's going to be quite low scoring. Um, as an England fan, I'm not confident really at all. I don't like play- picking any players from this game. I think the England team is super up in the air. I think someone like Kane is obviously nailed at 11-5. He'll no, no doubt be... Look, for the round two or three, if you're not using one of these chips, maybe just get Kane now anyway, because you'll probably want him. If Lukaku's not getting the golden boot, Kane's probably right behind him. As for Croatia, I mean, there's like Kramaric, if he's start. I mean, they're going to have a cheap forward, um, Kramaric or Petkovic. I'm at 6-5 and 6. Um, and then you've got like Perisic, um, who's the kind of old reliable at 8-5. That seems quite a lot to spend on a Croatian guy. Um, Modric, the same at 8-5. Maybe again for the kind of unbalanced ones, but not this round. Um, then Scotland, Czech Republic. Again, as I say, I was kind of expecting Scotland to be the team at the bottom. Um, they've got a couple of cheap boys as well. Che Adams has kind of switched allegiances after realising he's never going to get picked for England. He's now Scottish. Um, and he's looked pretty good ever since he's kind of come into the Scotland kind of outfit. Um, he's 6'5". If you're going to have him, if you're going to have a Scotland player, if you're a Scotland fan, um, this round is probably the round. Um, same goes for Czech Republic. If you're a Czech Republic fan, this round's the round. <laughs> um, Sofal, um, at five, um, he's the most expensive guy at the back, um, but we know how much he can kind of bomb forward. Um, and then you've got a guy called Schick, um, who's the striker. Don't get him. Um, and then, so that's the Sundays. Oh no, sorry, the Scot. That's the Scotland game actually sneaks into Monday. Um, so the rest of the Mon- Monday's games means you're definitely not going to have to pick a captain from Scotland, Czech Republic. Thank goodness, because um, you've got Poland and Slovakia, and Spain and Sweden. A lot of people have kind of been not really talking about Lewandowski. I don't really know why. Um, probably because I mean, obviously Poland aren't great. Um, but he always seems to kind of show up at the big big tournaments, it feels like. Um, he's 11-5, which is really expensive. Um, but they've got a fairly decent game against Slovakia. Um, Slovakia, no doubt, are not a very intimidating team. and probably the team you expect to finish at the bottom. Um, so I think you can start this week with him, to be completely honest. Um, there's not really many other options here. Um, Bednarak is probably quite nice at 5 as well as, good grief, Berezniki. Berezniki um, at 4-5. Um, so they're quite cheap at the back as well. There's so many cheap defenders with kind of wonky fixtures who you can kind of rely on, I think. 
Um, Spain, Sweden. Spain. Good luck finding out who's going to start. Um, they've got COVID. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. Um, got COVID, so they're kind of trading in like these bubbles. They've kind of had the worst possible kind of preseason. A couple of the players are definitely going to miss the game. Um, as far as I'm aware, because they've actually tested positive, so it's yeah, it doesn't look great. It kind of puts me off kind of picking anyone from them at all. Um, it is still Spain, so it, again, I don't really like anyone at Sweden either. Um, so that's kind of why I'm, yeah, Monday's then a bit weird. Um, it's why I'm kind of leaning and kind of in my draft at the minute is Lewandowski, um, which is why my uh, forward line is. Very expensive, but it's fine because there's so many cheeky little defenders. And then hopefully you don't need your captain on Tuesday, but if you do, do we have the option for you? It's the group of death. France, Germany, Portugal, and then poor little Hungary. France, Germany, Portugal. I mean, let's be honest, they're probably going to be last eight and they're all in a group together. Because of Germany's atrocities at the last tournament, I've kind of slipped down the uh, seedings. Um, third place can still qualify, so it's like the best place to third place. Uh, I can't remember how many that is. I think it's three or four teams. So that all three will probably get through if they all trounce Hungary um, and maybe get, might not even need a draw. I don't know how much it'll kind of be weighted that way. Um, but they, it, it means kind of each... This might be the main reason I want to change every round because I want to load up against Hungary, but then I definitely don't want that team I've loaded up on against the other two teams in the group. Basically, you want two or three Portugal players this week. You don't want them for the rest of the group stages because the next two groups games are France and Germany. And then same go I think kind of France might be slightly different. I don't hate having one or two French players in. They are that good. They are favourites. Um, and, and Germany aren't perfect at the minute. Um, so I, I think taking France play isn't too bad, um, especially if you're on if you're on the two-week thing. I think definitely have one in there because they've, they've got Hungary in the next game. Um, France-Portugal might be a different story. Um, they might have even qualified by then anyway. Um, but, yeah, kind of definitely don't want in Germany players against France um, and definitely don't, obviously don't want... And then you don't really want them kind of long-term in that group anyway. Um, but then, so the options at Portugal then, you've obviously got uh, Cristiano, who's 12. He's the best player in the tournament, obviously, um, who still just absolutely kills it. He took this terrible free kick the other day. But come on, let's not take, let's not take too much off him. He's 12. It's a really lot of money, but I think there's enough little cheap kind of punts elsewhere where you can afford to take, to take him with you. He's obviously the captain option um, that week um, of the whole kind of week, probably, um, but certainly of the Tuesday. Um, a few people on Jota as well. Um, he's 8-5, which is quite nice. I probably will be on him as well if I can get there. Um, the defenders are annoyingly quite expensive. Um, Pepe should play. He's 5. He's the cheapest. Um, then other than that, you're going to have to stretch to kind of either Diaz, Cancelo, um, who are both six, and then there's Guerrero, who's six five. It was kind of, I've kind of avoided kind of spending that much on a defender at this point, just because I'm kind of spending the money kind of on attack. Um, Bruno's ten five. The guy's not going to have penalties, and I don't really want to take the take the mick too much out of him. But 
if he didn't have penalties in fantasy Premier League, he wouldn't be in any of our teams. And he doesn't have penalties now. So, yeah, maybe. Kind of, the, the other attacker then is kind of Bernardo Silva, probably. Um, I just prefer Jota at the same price. Um, the French team, Pavard is my favourite player of um, kind of international tournaments in the the World Cup. He was class and he scored some great goals. Uh, the full front line of Griezmann, Benzema and Mbappe, all 10 or more. You're going to have them in your team. I think this week you're going to have forwards who outscore them pretty well. A lot of people are kind of being attempted and kind of chucking Pogba in there. You're just doing it to have a front shirt in there. He's 8 million. It's too much for Pogba in this team. Kim Pep... <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's not like I've not heard of him before. Kim <laughs> Why can't I read that word? He's only 5'5", five five. he's cheap, and we'll probably play their games. He's a nice little punt there, uh, but I prefer Pavard at 6 if you can get there. I'll probably be punting on him just because I love him so much. Um, and then Germany, I just don't want anyone there yet. Um, but someone like, where will Gundogan play? He's 7'5", and if he does kind of get a bit forward like he did at City this season, he could be a right little pick. And then the kind of outside of that, kind of maybe Samuel being our teams for that hungry game. Um, Muller's always always played great for Germany. And he's only nine. So he's a nice little pick as well. They're always going to be the kind of late kind of games in these game weeks. So we're always going to want to load up and they'll always I feel bad for Hungary. So <laughs> the group of death is death for no one other than Hungary. Um so we'll talk about the rest of that. I really have just focused on this first round. And um but I think you can kind of get a general gist of kind of the fixtures from kind of having a look. The groups kind of speak for themselves. Kind of group A, as I said, is quite tight. The group of death, group F, um, is horrible unless they're playing hungry, where they're probably the captain option of the week. And then, yeah, so like England, Croatia, they're probably going to be in more teams from rounds two and three because they'll have Austria and Macedonia. So, yeah, if you are kind of on a two-week thing, maybe have kind of more France players than kind of most people will have or kind of have Kane in, like I say. I don't know if this podcast has been good. <laughs> I feel like I don't know if going through the groups and going through the games was a good idea, but I think I've said enough names where you should be able to kind of make some kind of team I've kind of told you the teams to stay away from. And I've mentioned some names which probably didn't sound anything like right. I apologise to all the European listeners, wherever it is from, and I've butchered <laughs> the pronunciation of your, your beautiful language. I speak horrid, horrid English. I don't even speak good English. That's probably why. But thank you very much for listening. Um, there's no breaks between the game weeks. Um I think that means I'll try and cram it in Monday or Tuesday. God, that's mad. That's so soon. Why did I do this podcast so late? So that'll be Monday or Tuesday because then the next game week will start on the Wednesday. And it starts on Wednesday at 2. So I can't even kind of sneak it in Wednesday. And you get a few hours. It has to be Monday or Tuesday. Um, Obviously, the earlier I do it in the week, the, the more games we'll miss. But maybe we'll have the majority of games done. I'll probably, if you're looking out for it, guys, I'd, I'd pencil in Monday afternoon. Um, I'll hopefully see you then.
Um, good luck for the tournament. Um, I'll be posting. I've not gone through my team, mainly because I still don't know where I am at all. Um, you've kind of got my forward line. Um, Lua and... What else did I say? Lukaku and Depay. That's fairly kind of... I'm fairly set there. So that's kind of something. And then you kind of work the way backwards. It's the mids I'm all over the place with. But I'll post my team um, on my FPL Bandit page, as I always do. And I will see you guys next week. Thank you very much for listening. It's been fun. Enjoy the Euros! Love you. Bye.